0: okay hi guys welcome to don't trust what you see today we are actually going to be talking about the real reason why america got into afghanistan in the first place now as you already know there are main narratives being pushed about every single living thing in america and there are actual objectives and actual narratives of what is happening during that situation now with covid 19 we all know that the main narrative is that it is a real thing and people are dying now on this show we don't trust any name we don't trust any main narrative at all we look at the fact now in Afghanistan the facts are that we did not go to handle quote unquote um we don't we did not go to Afghanistan to handle Osama bin Laden we did not go there okay Osama bin Laden to me is a fictional character am I saying that it's a fake person no. It is an actual person but with a fake persona a persona okay so the person persona around Osama bin Laden is completely made up and fake I'm just gonna go out and say it. the whole entire thing around Osama bin Laden is fake everything you know about him throw him out the window okay that's literally what they did anyway throw him out the window now it does not matter that you believe one thing though facts say something different so what I'm trying to get at is the real reason why we went to Afghanistan in the first place now the f- real reason is we did not go for Osama bin Laden and I can prove now the real reason and I'm gonna get to the point now the real reason behind us going to Afghanistan is because of the fact that they have so much drugs they have a lot of a lot of a lot of billions of dollars worth of drugs and the united states wanted their hands in the pot of gold the united states infiltrated infil yeah infiltrated the afghanistan country because of the fact that they had poppy they poppy seeds they no not poppy seeds but they had poppy they had heroin they had cocaine they had weed They had all of these productions of drugs, and they wanted their hands in it. Now, I can prove that. I have this article right here that proves exactly what I am saying. Now, I know that sometimes it's hard to accept a... A reality that you have not thought about before but this is the this is reality right here so the spoils of war Afghanistan's multi-billion dollar heroin trade Wow exactly what I was just saying so this article below was pu- first published in 2005 but below is a detailed update following the original 2005 article so the um, author's note and update so the US opioid crisis broadly defined beer and and bears a relationship to an export of heroin out of afghanistan how will this multi-billion dollar trade which was until which until recently was protected by u.s forces be affected by the withdrawal of u.s troops in afghanistan private mercenary companies are also involved in supporting this opium trade the u.s withdrawal has been the object of extensive negotiations between the u.s NATO and the taliban a deal was signed in doha in late february 2020 at the outset of the biden administration did the u.s reach a secret agreement with the taliban regarding the opium trade? Resortion, restoration of the drug trade? Did the invasion of Afghanistan contribute to the increase in heroin addiction? Now let's look at the number. What is so important to understand is that one key strategic, strategic objectives of the two thousand war on Afghanistan was to restore the opium trade. Following the Taliban, Taliban government's successful two thousand to two thousand one drug eradication program, which led to a ninety four percent collapse in opium production in the United States could not have this they're like whoa you're wasting so much billions of dollars the program was supported by the United Nations for details see below in the course of the last 19 years following the U.S. NATO October 1 invasion there has been a surge in Afghan opium production in turn the number of heroin addicts in the United States has increased dramatically is there a relationship there was 189,000 heroin users in the United States in 2001 before US NATO invasion invaded into Afghanistan by 2016 the number went up to 4.5 billion 2.5 billion heroin addicts and 2 million casual users in 2020 at the height of the COVID crisis deaths from opioids and drug addiction addiction increases increased threefold it's big money for big pharma so right here is the predicted a predicted drug overdose death in the u.s july 2019 to may 2020 so as you can see whoa wait a second the drug overdose is literally threefolded exactly what they just said so this is graph this is a graph based on um cdc data source PBI. if you want to look into the source this is on southfoot.org in a bitter irony johnson and johnson which is marketing its experimental COVID-19 viral vector vaccine just so happens to be a major producer of prescription opioids. Wait a second. In November 2020, a twenty six $26 billion st- settlement was reached with countries and cities across America, which sued J&J and its distributors on behalf of opioid victims. I bet they don't tell you that. In the class action lawsuit, the largest federal court case in American history, it it coincided with the launching of the COVID vaccine, Innovative, in early 20 um, November 2020. For further details, see the ebook Chapter 5. Four drug companies agreed to $26 billion in opioid sett- settlement. The, tented- the tentative deal for opioid ma- manufacturer J&J and the big three distributors, McKesson Cardinal Health, and america source bergen Bergen, must still pass mass muster with the judges who have been handling the complex legislation in federal and state courts according to the washington post the j&j and the big three distributors potentially bring a large measure of legal closure for the companies and will funnel money to companies devastated by an Acc- um, an addiction crisis that slams more than 70,000 lives in America every year. Emphasis added. In Afghanistan, currently they produce 84% of the world's opium, which feeds the heroin and opioid markets. L- Lest we forget, the surge in opium production occurred in the immediate wake of the U.S. invasion in 2001. Who was predicting opium experts out of? Afghanistan. In 2000-2001, the Taliban government, in collaboration with the United Nations, has imposed a successful ban on poppy cultivation. Opium production declined by, by more than 90% in 2001. In fact, the surge in opium cultivation production coineded, coincided with the on-site of the u.s led military operation in a downfall of the u of the Taliban regime from october through december 2001 farmers started to replant poppy on an extensive basis quoted from article below the vienna-based un office on drugs and crime unocd reveals that poppy colors cultivation in 2012 exceeded over an area of more than 154 hectares an increase of 18% over 2011 a, UNOCD, a UNODC DC spokesperson confirmed in 2013 the opium production is heading towards record level in 2014 the afghan opium cultivation hit a record high, according to the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crimes. In 2014, Afghanistan Opium Survey, see graph below, a the de- decline occurred in 2015-2016, to 2000, war is good for business. The Afghanistan opium economy feeds into lucrative trade in narcotics and money laundering the opium pop- poppy cultivation in afghanistan from 1994 to 2016. so this was in 2000 um this was in 1994 and this was 70 uh, 000, and then it gets less and less and then it goes up a little bit and it goes a little bit lower but it's still higher than what it originally started with and then in 2001 they literally have an all-time low at eight thousand, and then in two thousand two, they skyrocket to like fivefold, and then in two thousand seven, it reached a record number, and then it's been at that low number till two thousand thirteen, and then it reached another record high in two thousand fourteen. So sources U- UNODC slash m c n Opium surveys, 1994 to 2016. The vertical lines represent the upper and lower bonds of the 1995 confidence inter- interval. Um, United Nations Office on Drugs and Crimes. According to the 2012 o- Afghanistan opium survey, released in 2022. Um, to the November 2012, oh my God, by the Ministry of Counter Narcotics and the N- United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime, potential opium production was of order of three three thousand seven hundred tons, a decline of eighteen percent in relation to 2001, according to UNOCD, um UNODC data. There's a reason to believe that this figure of 3,700 tons is grossly underestimated. Moreover, it, contra- and con- it contract the UNOCD's own predictions of record harvests over an extended area of cultivation, which bad weather and damaged crops may have played a role. As suggested by the UNO DC based on historical events, the potential production of an area of cultivation of 1,500—I 1, mean 1,154,000 hectares hertives should be well in excess of 6,000 tons. Which 80,000 hectares her-tiv- in cultivation in 2003 production was already was already of the order of 3,600 tons is it is worth noting that unodc was mo- had modified the contact concepts and figures on opium sales and heroin production it, as outlined by european monitoring center for, uh, for drugs and drug addiction a change in UN, united states meth in 2010 resulted in a sharp downward revision of United of Afghan Heroin Production Estimates for 2004-2011 to 2011. UNODC used to estimate that the global the entire global opium crop was processed into heroin and provided global heroin production estimates on the basis of 2010 a global conversion rate of about 10 uh, kg of opium to 1 kg of op- heroin ha- was used to um estimate world heroin production 17. for instance the estimated 4620 tons of opium harvested worldwide in 2015 was thought to make it possible to manufacture 427, 472 tons of heroin <coughs> however The UNODC now estimates that a large proportion of the Afghan opium harvest is not processed into heroin or morphine, but remains available on the drug market as opium. EU drug markets report a strategic analysis, EMCDDA, Librium, January 2013 emphasis added. There is no evidence. That a large percentage of opium production is no longer processed into heroin as claimed by the United Nations. This re- revived UNODC mythology has served Thought the outright manipulation of tra- strategical concepts to officially reduce the size of the global trade on heroin. According to the UNODC, quoted an EMCDDA report, an estimated of 3,400 tons of Afghan opium was not transferred into heroin or morphine in 2011 pre- compared with previous years. This is an ex- exponentially high proportion of the total crop, representing near- nearly 60% of the Afghan opium harvest in close to 50% of the global harvest in 2011 what is unodc whose mandate is to support in the production um to support the prevention of organized criminal activity has done has done is to observe the size and criminal nature of the afghan drug trade intimidating yeah intimidating without evidence that a large part of the opium is no longer canned towards the illegal heroin market. In 2012, according to the UNODC, Farmgate prices for opium were over the order of 196 per kg. Still have my stupid allergies. Okay. What is the UNODC, whose mandate is to support the prevention of organized criminal activity? Um, I already read that. In 2012, according to the UNODC, farm gate prices of opium were at the order of 196 per kg, each kg of... Opium provides 100 grams of pure heroin. The United States retail prices of heroin, which a low level of purity, is according to the UNODC, of the order of $172 a gram. The price per gram of pure heroin is exponentially higher. The profits are largely... The profits of, are largely wrapped at the level of international wholesale and retail markets of heroin, as well as in the process of money laundering in Western banking institutions. The revenues derived from the global trade of in heroin constitute a mil- multi-billion dollar bun- bunzo- bunz- bonzanda for financial institutions and organized crime. Record production in 2016, fake eradication program. According to the YNODC, opium production in Afghanistan rose by 43% to 4,800 metric tons in 2016 compared with 2015 levels. According to the latest Afghanistan Opium Survey figures released Tuesday- today, by the Afghanistan Ministry of Counter Narcotics and the UNODC the area under the opium poppy cultivation also increased to 2001 I mean 201,000 ha in 2016 a raise of 10% compared with 183% in H-A in 2015. This represents a 20-fold increase in the areas under opium cultivation since the United States invasion in October 2001 and 2016. Production has increased by approximately 25 times in relation to its 2001 levels, from 185 tons in 2001 to 4,800 tons in 2016. And this is the fact sh- sheet. Afghanistan opium survey in 2016. So this is in 2015. This is in 2016. The net opium po- poppy cultivation after eradication. This was 185 ha after 201,000 ha. Number of poppy-free provinces: 14. In 2016, it was 13. Number of provinces affected by po- t- poppy cultivation. 2015 it was 20, 2016 it was 21. Eradication, in 2015 it was 3,760 HA, and in 2016 it was 355 HA. The average opium yield weighted by cultivation, 2015 it was 18.3 kg per HA. In 2016 it was 23.8 kg slash, I mean per HA. Potential production of opium, 3,300 tons in 2015 and in 2016, it was 4,800 tons. This is a 43% increase. This is uh, the source right here, UNODC, which we have been quoting the whole entire time. Okay, so the following article, first published in May 2005, provides a background on the history of the Afghan opium trade, which until recently was protected by the U.S. NATO occupation forces on behalf of Powerful financial interests. So, the spoils of war Afghanistan's multi billion dollar heroin trade by Michael Krasovics. Since the United States led invasion of Afghanistan in 2001, the golden croissant opium trade has soared. According to the United States media, the ludicrous, ludicrous center board is protected by Ozma. The Taliban is not to mention, of course, the regional warlord in defense of the uni- internet, defense of the international community. The heroin business is said to be filling the coffers coffers of the Taliban. In the words of the United States de- State Department, opium is a source of literally billions of dollars of extremist and criminal groups. Cutting down the opium supply is a central is central to establishing a secure and stable democracy as well as winning the global war on terrorism yeah that's what they say the main goal was to enter afghanistan yeah fighting the global war on terrorism yeah totally according to the united nations office on drugs and crime the unocd dc i mean opium production in afghanistan in 2003 is estimated at 3600 tons with an estimated area under cultivation of the order of 80,000 ha UNODC at, um and you can see that right on that website and even larger bumper bumper harvest is predicted for 2005 or 2004 I mean the state department suggests that up to 120,000 ha were under cultivation in 2004 congressional hearing, OP site. We will be on the path for a significant surge. Some observers indicate perhaps as much as 50% to 100% growth in the 2004 crop over the already troubling figures from the last year. Opium opium Consignment. In response to the past Taliban surge in opium production, the Bush administration has boosted its counterterrorism activities, while allocating sub- substantial amounts of public money to the Drug Enforcement Administration's West Asia Initiative, 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 doubled, opio- doubled operation, doubled operation containment. The various reports and official statements are, of course, blended, and the usual balance self-cite critic, self-critic, that the international community is not doing enough, and that we need what we need is transparency the headlines are drug war drugs or lor- lords and insecurity overshadow afghanistan's path to democracy in course the united states media is ac- accusing the defunct defunct def- defunct hardline islamic regime without acknowledging that the taliban and in- collaboration with the United Nations has impo- had imposed a successful ban on poppy cultivation in 2000 opium production declined more than 90 percent in 2001 in fact the surge of opium cu- cultivation production coined it. okay so in fact the surge of the surge in opium cultivation production con coined it with the with the on-site of the United states led military operation in the downfall of the taliban regime from october through december the 2001 farmers started to replant poppy on an extreme on an extensive basis the success of the afghanistan's 2001 drug eradication program under the taliban has been acknowledged at the october 2001 session of the united nations general assembly which took place barely a few days after the beginning of the 2001 bombing raids no other unodc member con- country was able to implement a compa- a comparable program turning first to drug control i had experiment i ex- i had experienced to concentrate my remarks on the implications of the Taliban's ban on opium poppy cultivation in areas under their control. We now have the results of the annual ground survey of poppy cultivation in Afghanistan. This year's production, 2001, is around 185 tons. This is down From 330 tons last year in 2000, a decrease of over 94% compared to the record harvest of 4,700 tons two years ago in 1999. The decrease is well over 97%. Any decrease in a a leasant cultivation is welcomed especially in cases like this where no displacement locally or in other countries took place to weaken the archivement remarks on behalf of the unodc executive director at the united nations general assembly october 2001 the national the united nations cover-up in the wake of the united states Invasion swift to uh, swift to rhetoric united nations oh the UNODC, is now acting as if the 2001-2000 um, opium ban had never happened. The battle against narcotics cultivation has been fought and won in other countries, and it is possible to do so here in Afghanistan, with strong democratic governance, international assistance, and improved security and integrity. Statement of the United Nations the UNODC representative in Afghanistan at the f- at the February 2004 international counter narcotics con- conference. In both, in fact, both Washington and the UNODC now claim that the objective of the objective of the Taliban in 2000 was not really drug eradication but the de- Devers scheme to trigger an an an, an artificial shortfall in dis- in supply which would end up world pre- prices of would which would drive up world prices of heroin ironically this has trist, this tr- twisted logic, which now farmers part of the United Nations con- conserves, is refuted by a report of the United the UNODC office in Pakistan, which confirmed at the same time, at the time, that there was no evidence in stockpiling of the Taliban. Dis- discre- discreet News. Salt Lake City, Utah, five, October 5, 2003. Washington's Hidden Agenda. Restore the drug trade. In the wake of the 2001 U.S. bombing of Afghanistan, the British government of Tony Blair was entrusted by the G8 group of leading international, I mean, industrial nations to carry out a drug eradication program, which would, in theory, allow Afghanistan farmers to switch out poppy cultivation and alternative crops. The British were working out the of cabal in cabal, close lias. Li- With the USDA's operation containment, the United Kingdom's supported crop eradication program is an obvious smokescreen. Since 2001, opium poppy cultivation has skyrocketed. The presence of occupation forces in Afghanistan did not result in the eradication of poppy cultivation. Quite the opposite. The Taliban pro- prohibition has indeed caused the beginning of a heroin shortage in Europe by the end of 2001, as acknowledged by the UNODC. Heroin is a multi-billion dollar business supported by powerful interests, which requires a sturdy and steady and secure commodity flow one of the hidden obje- objectives of the war was preci- previously previously to restore the CIA's supported drug trade to its historic levels and exert direct control over drug routers. Immediately following the 2001 invasion, opium markets were restored. Opium prices spiraled. By nearly 2001, the opium price in dollars, kg, was almost 10 times higher than in 2001. In 2001, under the Taliban-operate production, stood at 185 tons, increasing 3,000- 400 tons in 2002 under the United States-sponsored puppet regime of President Hamad Korza. While highlighting Karzai's patriotic struggle against the Taliban, the media fails to mention that the Karza Um, collaborated with the Taliban. He has also been on the payroll of a major U.S. oil company, UNO Cal. In fact, since the mid-1990s, Ahmad Amid Khazal has acted as a constructant and lobbyist for UNO Cal in negotiations with the Taliban, according to the Saudi newspaper Al-Wadhan. Azal has been a central intelligence agency covert operator since the 1980s he collaborated with the cia in funneling the united states aid to the taliban as of 1994 when america's when the americas has secretly and thought the pakistan specifically the ice the ic the isi supported the taliban's assumption of power quoted in karen tal talbot u.s energy giant Oh, okay. So, history of the golden croissant drug trade. Is it worth recalling the history of the golden croissant tr- dog, uh, drug trade? I need a blow my nose. <laughs> Okay. Is it worth recalling the history of the golden croissant drug trade, which is intim- intermediately related to the CIA's covert operations in the regime since the onset of the Soviet-Afghanistan war and its aftermath? Prior to the Soviet-Afghan War in 1979-1989, to 1989, opium production in Afghanistan and Pakistan was directed to small regional markets. There was no local production of heroin. And the Afghanistan narcotics economy was a carefully designed project of the CIA supported by U.S. foreign policy, as resolved, as revealed in the Iran Central and Bank Commerce and Credit International BCCI scandals, CIA covert operations in support of the Afghanistan the Afghan Mahhad has been funded through the laundering of drug money, quote-unquote dirty money, was recycled through a number of banking institutions in the Middle East, as well as through anonymous CIA shell companies, and to convert money, and used to finance various insurgent groups during the Soviet-Afghan war and its aftermath. <coughs> because the United States wanted to supply the Mo Moja, hidden rib- rebels in Afghanistan with st- stronger missiles and other military hardware it needed for the full occupation of Pakistan by the mid 1980s the CIA operation in Lyabid was one of the largest US intelligence stations in the world if BCCI is such an embarrassment to the United States that for f- that fortnight investigations are not being pushed pursued it has a lot to do with the blind eye that the united states turned to the heroin trafficking in pakistan said a u.s intelligence officer researcher alfred mccoy's study confirms that within two years of the on-site of the cia's covert operation in afghanistan in 1979 the pakistan-afghanistan borderlands became the world's top heroin producer supplying 60% of the united states demand pakistan the heroin addict population went from near 0 in 1979 to 1.2 billion, million by 1985 a much steeper rise than any other nation cia assets gained control in this um, controlled this heroin trade as the mohited um, guerr- guerrillas seized territory inside Afghanistan. They ordered peasants to plant opium as a revolutionary attack. Across the border and in Pakistan, Afghanistan leaders and local sa- 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 tates, sil- saddle- saddle- tates, the production of Pakistan intelligence operation operated hundreds of opium laboratories during this decade of wide open drug dealing the united states drug enforcement agency in liabed failed to investigate major seizures seizures or arrest united states officials has had refused to investigate charges of heroin dealings by by its afghan allies because the united states narcotics policy in afghanistan has served surabinded to the war against Soviet influence there. In 1995, the former CIA director of the Afghanistan operation, Charles Coogan, admitted that the CIA has indeed sacrificed the drug war to fight the Cold War. Our main mission was to do as much damage as possible to the Soviets. We weren't, re- we didn't really have the resources or the time to devocate, um, the time to devote. To an investigation of the drug trade, I don't think that we need to apologize for this. Every situation has its fallout. There ha- was a fallout in terms of drugs, yes, but the main objective was accomplished. The Soviets left Afghanistan. The role of the CIA, which was applied, documented, is not mentioned by the official UNO DC publications, which focus on the international, on international social and political factors. Needless to say, the historical root of the opium trade has been grossly distorted. See UNODC. According to the UNODC, Afghanistan's opium production has increased more than 15-fold since 1979 in the wake of the Soviet-Afghan War. The growth of the narcotics economy has continued unabated. The Taliban, which which were supported by the united states were int- int- initially instrumental instrumental in the further growth of the of opiate production into the until the 2000s opium ban See dc this recycling drug money was used to finance the post-cold war insurgencies in central asia in the bark balkans including l a.i Al Qaeda. For details, see Michael Michael Kwas- War in Global Globalism. Narcotics, second to oil in the arms trade, the revenues generated from the CIA-sponsored Afghan drug trade are sizable. The Afghan trade in operatives, excuse me, operatives cons- cons- contributes a large. Contributes a large share of the wor- worldwide annual turnover of narcotics, which was estimated by the United Nations to be of the order of 400 to 500 billion. Douglas Co. Drug m- Money in a Changing World, Technical Document for 1998. Um, at the time the United Nations figures were first brought out in 1994, the estimated global trade in drugs was of the same order of magnitude as the global trade in oil the imf estimated global one money laundering to be between 590 billion and 1.5 trillion dollars a year representing two to five percent of global gdp asian banker 15 august 2003 a large share of global money laundering as estimated by the imf is linked to the trade of in narcotics, narcotics, based on the recent figures in 2003, drug trafficking cons- constitutes the third biggest global commodity in cash terms after an, after oil and arms trade. The Independent, 29 February 20, uh, 2004. Moreover, the above figures, including those of money on money laundering, confirm that the bulk of re- revenues assorted with the global trade in narcotics are not approved appropriated by the terrorist groups and warlords and suggested by the uno dc report these are there are powerful business and financial interests behind narcotics for the standpoint geopolitical and military control over the drug routes is a strategic as as is as strategic as oil and oil pipeline however what distinguishes narcotics from legal commodity trade is that narcotics constitutes a major source of wealth formation not only for organized crime but also for u.s intelligence operatives operatives which increasingly constitutes a powerful actor in the spheres of finance and banking in the turn in turn, the CIA, which proje- projects the drug trade, has developed a complex business in undercover links to a major criminal syndicates syndicates involved in the drug trade. In other words, in other words, intelligence agencies and powerful business syndicates syndicates alleged with organized crime are competing is are competing for the strategic control over the heroin route. The multi-billion dollar revenues of narco- narcotics are deposited in the Western Union banking system. Most of the large international banks, together with their, with their affiliate in the offshore banking heaven, launder large amounts of macro dollars. This trade can only prosper if the main actors involved in narcotics have political friends in high places, legal and illegal undertaking, and increasingly intertwined, the dividing line between business people and criminals is blurred. In turn, the relationship among criminals, politicians, and members of the alliance establishment has tinted has tinted the structures of the state and the role of the institution. Where does the money go? Who benefits from the Afghan opium trade? The trade is characterized by a complex web of inter inter intermediaries. There there are various stages of the drug trade. Several interlocked markets, from the improvised, empowered, poppy farmer in Afghanistan to the wholesale and retail heroin markets in the Western countries. In other words, there is a hierarchy, hierarchy, of prices for operatives. The hierarchy of prices is, oh, the HA of prices is acknowledged by the United States administration. Afghan heroin sells on the international narcotics market for a hundred times the price of farmers get for their own opium right out of the field according to the unodc opium in afghanistan generated 2003 an in income in income of 1 billion us dollars for farmers and u.s 1.3 billion dollars for traffickers equivalent to over half of its national income consulted with this these UNO. DC estimates the average price for pre- fresh opium was $350 per kg in 2002. The 2002 production was 3400 tons. The UNO, the O, oh, the UNDOC estimate based on local farm gate, the wholesale prices con- constitutes however a small percentage of the total number of multi of the multi-billion dollar Afghanistan drug trade, the UNODC estimates the total annual turnover of international trade in Afghanistan operates at U.S. $30 billion, in ex- an extermination of of the wholesale and retail prices of heroin in the Western countries, suggest, however, that the total revenues generated, including those at a at the retail level, are subnet are substantially higher. Wholesale prices of heroin in Western countries. It is estimated that one kilo of opium provides appro- approximately 100 grams of pure heroin. The United States. DEA confirms that SWA, Southwest Asia, meaning Afghanistan, heroin in New York City was selling in the late 1990s for $85,000 to $190,000 per kilogram wholesale with a 75% purity ratio, ratio. National drug Intelligence Center. According to the United States Drug Enforcement Administration, the DEA, the price of SEA South Asia Southeast Asia heroin ranges from seventy thousand to one hundred thousand dollars per unit. Seven hundred grams. In the pure purity of SEA heroin ranges from eighty-five percent to ninety-five percent IBID. The CEA unit of seventy uh, seven hundred grams, eighty-five to ninety percent. Purity translates into a wholesale price per kg for pure heroin, ranging between 115,000 and 163,000. The DEA figures quoted above, while reflecting the situation in the late 1990s, are broadly con- con- constant with the recent British figures, according to the report published in the Guardian. 11. August 2001 the wholesale price of pure heroin in London UK was in the order of 500 pounds steer stealing Approximately 80,000 dollars US Um, pounds stealing approximately 80,000 in 2002 okay whereas the there is a competition between different Sources of heroin supply it should be emphasis emphasized that the that the Afghan heroin represents a lar- rather small percentage of the United States heroin market which is largely supplied out of Colombia retail prices the united the NYPD notes that heroin prices are down and purity is relatively high heroin previously sold for about $90 per gram but now sells for $65 to $70 per gram or less and its and in is, and its tall information from the y- nypd indicates that purity of a bag of heroin commonly ranges from 50 to 80 percent but can be as low as 30 percent information as of june 2000 indicates that bundles 10 bags purchased by okay so information as of june 2000 indicates that bundles 10 bags purchased by Dem- information as of june 2000 2000- Information as of June 2000 indicates that bundles 10 bags purchased by um, Dominican buyers from Dominican sellers in large larger quantities about 150 bundles sold for as little as $40 each or $55 each in Central Park DEA Reports that an ounce of heroin usually sells for two thousand five hundred dollars to five thousand dollars per a gram for 70,000 to 95,000 a bundle for 80,000 to 90,000 and a bag for ten dollars the DMP reports that the average heroin purity at the street level in 1999 was about 92%. The D, the NYPD in the and NAA retail price figures seem constant. The DEA price 70,000 to 95%. I mean 95 95- dollars with a purity of 62 percent translates into 112 to 153 per gram of pure heroin the nypd figures are roughly similar with perhaps lower estimates for purity it should be noted that with what that when heroin is purchased in very small amounts the retail price seems to be higher tends to be higher and the united states purchase is often by the bag the typical bag according to Retro and Boyum contains 25 milligrams of pure heroin, a $10 bag in New York City according to the DEA figure quoted above, which which would convert into a price of $400 per gram, each bag containing 0.025 grams of pure heroin. In other words, very small purchases marketed by street pushers, the retail margin tends to be significantly higher. In the case of the ten-dollar bag purchase, is roughly three to four times the corresponding retail price per gram. Hundred twelve to hundred fifty-three in Berlin. The retail price, the retail street price of per gram of heroin, according to British police sources, had fallen from seventy-four pounds in nineteen ninety-four nineteen ninety seven to sixty seven and uh, sixty-one pounds. I mean Euros. Yeah, yeah. United Kingdom Euros. Yeah, Euros. Sorry, but that um it's uh seventy four Euros in nineteen ninety seven to sixty one Euros in two thousand four. From approximately one hundred and thirty three dollars to one hundred and ten dollars based on two thousand four rate of exchange. Independent three March two thousand four. In some cities it was as low as thirty to forty pounds um Euros I mean per gram which a low level of purity APP AAP news 3 March 2004 According to Drug Scope the average price of a gram of heroin in Britain is between 40 to 90 pa- euros $72 to $162 per gram The report does not mention purity The street price of heroin was 60 per gram in April 2002 according to the National Criminal Intel- Intelligence Service the Hierarchy of prices. We are dealing with the heritage of prices from the farm gate price in the produ- producing country upwards to the final retail street price. The latter is often 80 to 100 times the price paid to the farmer. In other words, the opiate production transli- transits transits through several markets for producing country to the transshipment country lot countries to the consuming countries in the late in the latter there are wide margins between the landing price at the point of entry demanded by the drug cartels and the wholesale prices and the retail street prices protected by the Western organization crime. The global proceed of the Afghan narcotics trade. In Afghanistan, the reported production of 3,600 tons of opium in 2003 would allow for the production of approximately 360 kg of pure heroin. Gross revenues accruing to Afghan farmers are roughly estimated by the UNODC to be the of the order of 1 billion to 1.3 billion dollars according to local traffickers when sold in western markets at a heroin wholesale price of the order of $100,000 a kg with a 70% purity ratio the global wholesale proceeds corresponding to 3600 tons of Afghan opium would be the order of fifty one billion, um, uh, fifty one point four billion dollars. The latter coincides consides a conservative conservative estimate based on various figures for wholesale prices in the previous section. The total proceeds of the Afghan narcotics trade in terms of total value added is estimated using the finan- final heroin retail price. In other words, the retail value of the trade is extremely is ultimately the citation for measuring the importance of the drug trade in terms of revenue generation and wealth formation. A meaningful estimate of the retail value how who, However, is almost impossible to astrain due to, the fi- to the, due to the fact that the retail prices vary considerably within urban areas from one city to another and being consuming countries, not to mention variations of impurity and quality seen below. The evidence on retail markets, ne- namely the d- difference between wholesale and retail va- um, values, is consuming countries, nonetheless, suggests that a large share of the total money proceeds of the drug trade in generated at the re- gen- retail level. In other words, this is a significant portion of the proceeds of the drug trade accrues to criminal and business science. Sci- 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 in Western countries involved in the local wholesale retail narcotics market and the various criminal gangs involved in the retail trade of invariably protected by the corporate crime syndicates syndicates 90% of heroin consumed in the United Kingdom is from Afghanistan using the British retail price figure from the UK police sources a of $110 a gram with measured about with an assumed 50% pu- purity level <coughs> the total retail value of the afghan Narcotics trade in 2003, 3,600 tons of opium would be the order of seven, 79.2 billion dollars. The latter should be con, considered. Uh, oh, the latter sh- should be considered as a simulation rather than an estimate. Under the assumption, the simulation, a billion-dollar gross revenue to the farmers in Afghanistan in 2003 would generate global narcotics earnings occurring occurring at various stages and in various markets of the order of $79.2 billion. These global proceeds occur to business, scientists, intelligence agencies, organized crime, financial institutions, wholesalers, retailers, etc., involved directly or indirectly in the the drug trade. In turn, the proceeds of this lucrative trade are deposited in Western Bank, which cons- constitute an essential mechanism in the laundering of dirty money. A very small percentage occurs to farmers and traders in the production county. Bear in mind that the net in- the net income occurring in Afghan farmers is but a fraction of the estimated $1 billion amount. The latter does not include the payouts for of farm inputs, interest money on loans to money launderers, lenders, political protection, etc. The share of Afghan heroin in the global drug market. Afghan produces over seventy percent of the global supply of heroin. The heroin represents a sizable fraction of the global nar- narcotics market, estimated by the UN to be the order of four hundred to five hundred billion. There is no relatable estimates on the, distribu- the, distribu- the distribution of the global narco- narcotics trade between main categories, cocaine, opium, heroin, cannabis, amphetamine, amfine- <coughs> type stem- 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 stimulants, ATS, and other drugs, the laundering of drug money. The proceeds of the drug trade are deposited into the banking system, Drug money is laundered in the the numerous offshore banking heavens in Switzerland, Luxembourg, and British Channel Islands, the the Cayman Islands, and some 50 other locations around the globe. It is here that the criminal psysiocytist involved in the drug trade and the representatives for the world's longest commercial banks entrapped dirty money is deposited in these offshore havens which are controlled by them and controlled by the major western commercial wow which are controlled by the major western commercial banks the latter has have a vested interest in maintaining and sustaining the drug trade once the money has been laundered it can be recycled into bona fide investments not only in real estate hotels, etc., but also in other areas such as services economy and manufacturers, in fact, interfact- manufacturing. Dirty and convert money is also funneled into various financial instruments including the trade of dir- diverbs, dir- derivatives, primary commodities, stocks, and government bonds. Concluding remarks Criminalization of U.S. foreign policy a u.s foreign policy supports the workings of a thriving co- cr- criminal economy in which the demarcation dem between organized capital capital and organized crime has become increasingly blurred the heroin business is not filling the coffers of the taliban as claimed by the united states government in the international community quite the opposite the proceeds of this illegal trade are the source of wealth formation largely wrapped by powerful business slash criminal interests within the Western countries. These interests are sustained by the United States foreign policy. Decision-making in the United States Depart- State Department, and the CIA, and the Pentagon is, the- is instrumental in supporting this highly profitable multi-billion dollar trade Third, in common commodity value, after oil, in arms, the trade and the arms of trade, the Afghan drug economy is protected. The heroin trade was a part of the war agenda. What this war has achieved is to restore the a compliant, macro state headed by the United States-appointed puppet. The pup, the powerful financial interests behind narcotics, are supported by the multi-billion, the militarization of the world's major drug triangles and transshipment route including the golden croissant of the andrian region of south america under the so-called andrian intuitives this is table number one the opium the cultivation in afghanistan it obviously increased from 1994 to 2003 and the production in tons also increased this graph literally proves my point so this was the whole entire article. This was the whole entire article. Um, I love this article. one thousand and ten percent. They outlined every single thing, and if they did not they did not say something, they just outlined it three more times. So, I love this article so much. I love this uh, South front. so if you really, really, really want to check them out, listen. check out the S- South front. They're an awesome organization, and as you can see, they do their research so. As you can tell, I do not agree with any of the mainstream narratives as I said in the beginning of this video. So I do agree with this narrative because it is not a mainstream and it is not a mainstream narrative. I do not agree with the fact that we went to Afghanistan just to um just for a criminal activity. No, we literally went to Afghanistan so we can get a control of their drugs and make ourselves billions of dollars. <coughs> make ourselves billions of dollars. The United States does not care if it takes us breaking national laws. No, it does not matter because the national laws are going to change for the United States. But that's besides the point. Thank you all for watching and I hope that you enjoyed this video. I know it's a long video. I love longer videos like this, but if you did enjoy and you did enjoy all the research that went into this video, I think that one article. Thank you all and have a great one. everything that you see in here on this website is all funded by you guys. So if you want to support me and everything that I do, check out shop.demetriosurujo.com. We have hoodies with all with this brand new recently released manipulation logo. I love it so much. It's all embroidered. So we have those in hoodies. We have them in sweaters and we have them in the all new sweatpants. I've been using it so many times that I have to wash it every single day so I can use it again. We have all different colors. So if you are interested, check out shop.demetriosurujo to learn more i <laughs>